Podcast. What is up, college lacrosse fans? This is the first episode of season two of the Lax Factor Podcast. It's really episode 70 of the podcast, but episode one of this new season. This is your first college lacrosse weekend preview show where we're going to rip through all the games. Normally I'll pick five games. We'll have like an upset alert. We'll have a bloodbath alert and things like that for this week, because we don't know what the heck's going on. We don't know who's going to be on the field. We don't know how teams fully look yet. I'm actually going to try to touch on every game quickly, but what I'll do first is I want to touch on the blue bloods that are playing first. And I want to kind of rip through the North Carolina Colgate game the Maryland High Point game and the Duke Air Force game because those are the big teams that are playing this weekend that everyone's kind of watching, and they're all playing teams that are decent enough to possibly make a little bit of noise and scare them a little bit. So before I get into all that, be sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, share the video. The easiest thing you can do right now is just like, like, like. You can hit that like button as you're watching this, as you're hearing me ramble, and that will help. You can also go to laxfactor.com. Get yourself a coffee mug, hat. We have t-shirts, all sorts of crap, so you can support us that way as well. But all we really ask for is like and or share this video wherever you are watching. Moving forward, what we'll do is we'll cover, you know, like I said, five games a week, and then we'll cover some cursory games, some D2 games, some D3 games, and talk about them. But for this week, D1 mostly, we're going to rip through every game. I'm going to pick a winner, sometimes blindly, in all of these games. And uh, just because, like I said, we got to do something this week in week zero of the lacrosse season. And uh, next week when we do it, we'll have a little bit more info to go on here and there on some of the teams that had already played. So we'll dive a little bit deeper into into matchups. But for now, let's get into this and we'll talk first about my first upset alert of the weekend, Carolina hosting Colgate. Now, Colgate is not the same team they were last year. They beat Syracuse in the Dome last year. They've lost their goalie. I believe they've lost their leading scorer as well, but they do bring back a bulk of their talent. The kicker with Colgate is that this is this is no thing to them. They're used to playing teams like Syracuse, North Carolina. Uh, they, they play a pretty tough schedule overall. Even their conference is really tough. So Colgate is always a team, even where they're down, you can't take them lightly, lightly because you know in, even in the years where Colgate was a five-win team, Syracuse used to play Colgate at Colgate. They used to alternate home away with them, and Colgate always overachieved against Syracuse uh, no matter where they were playing them. So I'm going to go with North Carolina on this one. I think the Chris Gray uh, excitement is there. I think they have a, a, a bunch of returning starters. They're getting uh, the the defender back, the freshman defender that was hurt last year that had the red shirt. So they could, they're going to have kind of a new-look team here, especially with Gray, and then they return almost all of their offensive talent. So I'm going with North Carolina, but don't be surprised if Colgate puts up a good fight, maybe even covers the spread in this one. But more than likely, we're going to see probably a five-goal Carolina win or so. Now, my second upset alert is Maryland hosting High Point. Everybody's going to be watching this game because High Point, as you all know, beat Duke at Duke and Virginia at Virginia. I always am never sure when I say it, as you probably all know, if it was if if Duke lost at home or if they lost at high point. I can never remember, but I'm going to go with it was at home. Um, I'm going to pick Maryland in this game just because Bernhardt, Wisnowskis, Fairman, you know, they have the, they have multiple stars that are playing at a really, really high level and high point. Not that, you know, not that Asher Nolting is their entire team. They have a nice offensive unit. They're returning a ton of help on defense, albeit they're losing. They lost their goalie last year in Tim Troutner Jr., he was a big part of both of those upsets also. So I'm going to go with Maryland, but expect also high point could very easily cover the spread on this one. They could get lucky, pull out the upset, but even, even if high point loses this game, 
I'll be curious to see how Asher Nolting does. Is Asher Nolting going to come out and put up six points? I expect him legitimately, no matter who he plays, he has the potential of putting up five, six, seven points a game. So it'll be, I'm curious to see what he does in this very first matchup here, but I'm going with Maryland. It'll be interesting to watch uh, for sure. The next upset alert is uh, Duke Air Force. Duke hosting Air Force. Air Force has beat Duke, I believe, once over the last five years. And uh, the military academies tend to play good lacrosse in the beginning of the year. They're disciplined kids. They're smart kids. So they always overachieve, especially early in the season. And Duke has proven to be susceptible early in the season to getting upset by teams. Now, for Duke, normally they lose those games, I believe. Listen, I'm just shooting from the hip here. But I believe that a lot of Duke's upsets uh, early in the season over the last handful of years have come in weekday games. Weekday games tend to be traps for teams. It takes you a little bit out of rhythm and it makes you a little bit susceptible to just being off on any given day. I'm going to go with Duke at home over Air Force. I'll probably say realistically we'll give them a four or five goal spread on that one. I think that they'll probably handle them, but I think the Air Force may hang around and be a little bit... uh, um, be, you know, be a pain in their ass a little bit here. And I don't think that I gave you a spread for Maryland high point. Let's say Maryland by three early season last year, Maryland had a hard time putting teams away. I don't think that they're going to put high point away. So I'm going to go Maryland by three. I'm going to go Duke by four or five. And I said, what North Carolina over Colgate five goals or so as well. But those are my upset alerts. Even though I'm picking the, um, you know, the blue blood in all of those games, all of those games, one of them could very easily get toppled, or all three of them could win. Now, let's touch quickly on the rest of the games. Like I said, normally I will not touch on every game in the uh, because especially as the calendar fills up, this is going to get crazy. But the first two face-off, the first two games to face off on Saturday, Cleveland State uh, hosting Marquette. I'm going with Cleveland State over Marquette. Marquette's got a first-year coach. Sometimes that translates into teams overachieving that first year of that first year head coach. That was my case at Broome. I inherited a two and 10 team and I think we went seven and five my first year. And, you know, we had a good team overall, but they definitely overachieved because they were excited to have a new coach and it was fun and all that crap. So I'm still going with Cleveland State. They had a really nice team last year and they returned a lot of talent. Then we have Bucknell hosting Furman. Eh, that should be a good game, but I'm going to say I'm, when I went, uh, all I met was it's kind of a toss up. You know, those are those are probably two pretty equally matched teams. I'm going with Furman on this one on the road because I think they're pretty solid. We got New Jersey Tech against Hampton going with New Jersey Tech, Mercer, Florida Tech, a, D, a, a poor D2 team. So I'm going with Mercer, even though Mercer's not very good. Uh, one of the best games, I think, of the weekend is going to end up being Jacksonville and Detroit Mercy. Two equally matched teams. Detroit Mercy, I think, was like 8-7 and seven last year. Jacksonville was in that area close to a 500 team. Both teams return talent. Both teams are probably looking to get over that hump you know, and, and make their conference tournaments and get themselves into the finals. I'm going to go with Jacksonville at home. I think that the team that has been outside practicing in beautiful weather probably has a slight advantage over the team that's probably been practicing indoors and um, – so I'm going to go and they're going to have to travel all the way down to Florida. So I'm going with Jacksonville in that one. Now my bloodbath alert, and this team is probably going to win and, and be discussed as part of the bloodbath alert every week here moving forward uh, is going to be Penn State Lafayette. Penn State is going to absolutely murk Lafayette and and. I know what this feels like. When I coached at Broome, we had to play Onondaga during Onondaga's like huge 70-plus win streak or whatever. You 
first year, you're like, oh, maybe we're going to be that team to upset them, and then they beat you 27-2 to two or something like that. The second year, your whole goal is how bad can we stall the ball out so that they don't score 20 goals on us? So uh, the best we ever did against um, Onondaga in, you know, a- after my first year, second year through sixth year at Broome was, uh, I think, 18-2, to 18-1. Or something like that. And at that point that we had lost to them 18-1, to that was the best anyone had played them all year up to that point outside of Nassau. So that's going to be a bloodbath. Uh, I don't know what the Vegas line would be on that, but I wouldn't even expect Lafayette to cover. It, they, it could potentially be a 20-goal loss. I don't know that Penn State will do that to them. But expect Penn State to keep their starters in most of that game because what else are they going to do? you got to get your guys' work. Uh, so that is going to be an absolute bloodbath with Penn State beating Lafayette somewhere in between 15 to 20 goals. It'll be tough. Boston U, without Chris Gray, hosting Providence. I'm going to go with the Friars because a terrier is a cute little dog, and the Fri- uh, Providence's logo is a cloaked Friar. So I'm going to go with the Friars on that one. But that should be uh, could potentially be a pretty solid game as well if you were to watch that. We have Rutgers hosting Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac, I think it's Quinnipiac, but you guys can correct me and yell at me. I'm going with Rutgers over Quinnipiac. We have Merrimack, Holy Cross, Holy Cross on the road over Merrimack. You heard it here. Fairfield, Hartford, Hartford on the road over Fairfield. But I watched that game last year, and that was a, a pretty solid game. I believe that was the game, one of the games I watched last year, one of the 100 games that I watched last year. But uh, it ended up being solid, but I'm going with Hartford on the road. And let's dive into a little bit of D3 lacrosse here. Let's check out, actually, let's check out the D2 calendar. You guys are always saying, eh, you don't cover D2, D3. And you're right. I wasn't covering D3, D, D3, D2 or D3, but I probably should a little bit. Do they have any weekend zero games? Oh my gosh. All right. I'm going to pick this guys. I'm going to pick these two that are going on this weekend, but I am totally have no idea about either of these teams, but they are the first two games of the D2 season. We've got Alabama, Huntsville, and Lander. And I'm saying this flat out. I have never even heard of either of these two teams. I didn't know these colleges even existed. But I'm going with Alabama, Huntsville at home because I'm just assuming that the team that is hosting the other team at this level first weekend is maybe the better team. So we're going Alabama, Huntsville at home February 1st, Saturday at noon. That is the first Division II game of the season. And then we've got Lise McRae and Coker. And I have heard of both of these teams, but I have no idea who's going to win this game. But let's go with Lise McRae. Lise McRae is going to win this one on the road. And that's our D2 schedule. And then going forward, D2, they don't really get heavily underway. Yeah, I guess D2 is small, so that might be part of their problem. All right, let's go to the D3 calendar. Let's see if we've got any marquee matchups here this weekend for the D3 games. And as you can tell, I've been sick all weekend here, so I did not go through and prepare, over-prepare for this for sure. Hendricks, Carthage, Oglethorpe, Averett, and Salisbury, and Barry. Now, I watched the Salisbury-Barry game last year, and that ended up being a very good game. Salisbury is going to win this game, but Barry has potential of at least covering the spread, but Salisbury is going to win that one. I'm not even going to pick the other two. And as we go in here, we've got Roanoke. They play next weekend and D three gets hardcore underway next weekend. So next weekend we'll probably cover some of the D three games. We've got huge games, Salisbury Lynchburg. Um, that's about it. Albion plays Wooster. So next weekend we'll cover some D three and D two games a little bit more in detail. 
as well. And then next weekend, we'll, like I said, next weekend, we'll pick five D1 games. We'll have uh, upset alerts. We'll have bloodbath alerts. And then we'll cover the D2 and the D3 crap in much more detail. We'll end up having highlights and things like that roped in. But right now, We've got nothing. You know, the season hasn't started yet. I'm not going back through last year's highlights and just throwing in clips for shits and giggles. And one question that I have for all of you, we do these shows. We, we're going to do the the preview show every Thursday. We're going to do the recap show every Monday or Tuesday. I, haven't did, uh, I like to do the recap show on Tuesday because I like to have a little bit extra time to cut highlights up and put them in. But I also kind of want to try to get that out on Monday while it's fresh on everyone's mind and everybody's pumped from the weekend of lacrosse. But my question to you is, what if we did this live? If, if instead of putting these shows out at 11 o'clock on a weekday on a Thursday or at 11 o'clock on a Monday or a Tuesday during the day, what if we decided to shoot these or record these and do these live on YouTube at 8 o'clock? or something like that. Would you guys prefer that? The, the kicker would be for the recap show, there would be no highlights, but we would just do the show live and we would talk about the games in detail. And for the preview show, I'm not really going to do highlights ever. We're just going to talk about it. Uh, so that really wouldn't affect it. So you guys all, you know, everyone who watches already, uh, would you like to see a little bit, a few more live shows where we're going fully live off the cuff, maybe even replying to comments during show and things like that. Let me know if that's something you're interested in. Legitimately, it would be easier for me um, because I j just sit here and ramble anyway. So if I just got to sit here, ramble, and then it was done after that, boom, giddy up. I don't have to do anything. As it stands now, I'm going to finish this video. I'm going to have to sit down and cut the whole thing up and upload it to three or four different places. So let me know what you think on that. What games are you excited about this weekend? What games are you excited about for next weekend? What upset, you know, what games do you think that we should cover as upset alerts, as bloodbath alerts? What players are you excited about? I mean, we are about to have college lacrosse this weekend we're going to get to sit here and i'm probably going to watch three or four games this weekend and i'll you know kind of quickly just look at highlights on twitter and social media of the other games so what games are you guys excited about what games do you want to see us cover next weekend so on and so forth and uh that's pretty much it as always be sure to like subscribe hit the notification bell when you want to uh, uh so that you get notified when we put out more videos you can always go to laxfactor.com to support us by buying coffee mugs, hats, t-shirts, whatever. We, we sell a lot of t-shirts, and I can't thank you guys enough for helping support us in that way. And um, that's pretty much it. Thank you. Enjoy. Oh, wait. I'll be back. We will be doing another show. You'll have the we uh, daily podcast tomorrow on Friday. We'll probably dive a little bit deeper into some of these matchups tomorrow. Probably cover the three upset alerts a little bit more, as well as the bloodbath alert a little bit more in tomorrow's daily podcast. And then I will be back on Monday. I'm going to do the recap show for this weekend's games on Monday of uh, this upcoming week. So make sure you come back and check all of that out. But thank you for watching. Enjoy.